guys, I'm Bethany. And I'm Kristen. And this is Looking for the Middle. 12 Days of Couch Cast Edition. Welcome back. It's day two. Day two. We explained what we're doing yesterday. There's no need to do it again, right? No. If you haven't listened to yesterday, you should. Especially if you or someone that you know has just gone through a breakup, definitely go listen to yesterday's. Absolutely. Hopefully you don't have to, but if you have, it's there (laughs) for you. (laughs) Oh, man. All right, Bethany, what is our question for today? She's yawning. I'm already boring her. We're two episodes. (laughs) No, no. We're not even two in. (laughs) She's like, I'm done. No. Okay. Our listener today says, my friend likes this guy. He does not feel the same. And it seems pretty obvious to me. I've hinted many times that maybe she should stop pursuing him and move on. She's not taking the hint, or at least she doesn't want to believe what I'm saying. What do I do now? Oh, man, oh, man, oh, man. I've also been in this situation before as the friend. Have I been in this situation? I'm pretty sure. I've probably been in this situation on the other hand, too. Uh, yeah. Half of high school. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> like, ah, oh, Kristen, I don't think that's there. Um, Quit pursuing him. <laughs> yes. Leave it alone. Um, gosh. So this is not, just to clarify here, we're not talking, how do I have conversations with her? What do I say? And I mean, unless your answer is have more conversation, but like, yeah, she's kind of saying, I've done, I've done that, that now what? So what would like, cause she's, she said she's hinted at the fact that she shouldn't, yes. the friend shouldn't pursue him anymore. Well, okay. So maybe the next step is have a pointed conversation about it. That's what I'm thinking. My thinking is I try to, and I've done this before and I have found success in doing this uh-huh. is flip it around and make them articulate why this sounds forceful, but make them articulate why they think this guy could be interested because very good point. it's very easy for you to be in your head and girls are like this guys. If you're listening, this is gold for you and also probably really confusing, but like, Oh, well he made eye contact with me across the room the other day. And I'm like, you that, so? in, in your head that sounds romantic when you verbalize it, you're like, Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> there, when my friend started dating her husband, there was a lot more to it than that. So, but ask them okay clearly you have feelings for this guy and you think that they could be reciprocated otherwise if not i would assume you would walk away right so why or what has he done that makes you think that he is interested too mm-hmm. and if it's just a bunch of oh well, we made eye contact and he brushed up against my arm the other day and he texted me this funny meme okay well that i do that with all my friends yeah. and you know people from work and stuff yeah. like, like you not like that's it sounds weird. like we don't make eye contact across the room with people at work, but like you know what i'm trying to make the point of like that's not distinguishing itself right. as anything it, other it, than yeah, normal be, human interaction you no there. you're fine yeah, i was fine. just going with what you're saying it needs to be something that is like oh this is different from how he treats every other person in his life yes and i've asked that question too yeah. i've asked okay how how do you feel that he's treating you differently from maybe other girls right. in the friend group and, you know, church, work, yeah. wherever the atmosphere is and make them articulate it. I think this is, I think this is great across the board advice, whether it's this situation or not. Cause my boss, uh, my first um, big girl job out of college, he taught me this. He was like, I am more interested in getting you to articulate the solution to your own problems than me just solving them for you. Yep. And I was like, oh, well, I would really like you to just give me an answer. But that does make sense. Yep. <laughs> so oh, yeah. He, uh, but he really taught me that. And so I've tried to use that, too, when when I can see something really clearly because I'm not personally invested in it. But the person who is personally invested can't see it. 
it's amazing when you have to yeah. regurgitate it, how that can change your perspective a little bit. Yeah. And I think it'd be another thing you can, uh, in conjunction with that, this is not an instead of, but maybe say, okay, well, okay, we've talked about this. So now next time we're around Bobby, um, good old Bobby, <laughs> I'll, I'll keep an eye out and then we can kind of reconvene mm. and then you can say, yeah, I just didn't really, I didn't see anything. Yeah. Um, I think that's a good, a good option too. Yeah. Um, that's a great point. And this is tough because past having a pretty, have that pointed conversation, but then I think the next, the best thing you can do, just knowing how we girls operate is she's going to like talking about, like she wants to talk about the latest thing and it just keeps it in the forefront of her mind. I think probably after that pointed conversation has happened, the best thing you can do is just tell her, Hey, look, I'm not, I've, I've told you what I think told you what I think will be best. I'm just not going to continue. I I don't think it's a good use of our time. I don't think it's helpful for either of us to continue to talk about Bobby all the time. Yeah. Well, and I've even, I've switched gears before when, cause I had a pointed conversation with a friend and it was was so, it was so good, but I was so nervous. (laughs) So I was like, oh gosh. And I'm not a naturally blunt person and I kind of had to be. And so that and it again it went really well but it was tough so i'm not i'm not discounting how tough this could be if yeah. this cuz i know she said she's hinted and that was my strategy for a really long time but at the end of the conversation it was okay well i like i know you like him i don't really see that being reciprocated and well here let's do two things that i did cuz not that i say that i've got all this figured out but <laughs> I think it's important that you say, like, I want what's best for you mm. as my friend. Yeah. I want a guy who pursues you. I want a guy who makes it really clear that he likes you. I want a guy that makes you feel set apart from other girls. I want all of that for you. I've seen so-and-so get that, you know, or whatever. And I want that for you. And I'm not seeing that. Mm-hmm. And so that's what makes me hesitate to encourage this is because it's not... It doesn't seem like that's the case. Right. And I don't want you to settle for, oh, you really like this guy. And you're just holding on to little scraps of hope that maybe someday he'll do something about his feelings if he even has them. Yeah. When you could be holding yourself back from experiencing something that's super great and super clear and super, you know, full of just love and excitement and all of those things. So tell her that. But then following up with that conversation because you know the friend didn't really totally move on like I had hoped when I ask about it it's not oh so what's happening with it's right so how are you feeling about things with so-and-so uh-huh. in the sense of you know how I feel about right. this have you been able to move in, insinuating like are you still kind of grappling with this do you feel like you've moved forward yeah if you are going to talk about it, steer the conversation in that direction. But like Bethany said too, I don't think it needs to be a constant topic because that's only going to fuel the fire in her brain. Yeah. The play by play. Yes. Yeah. Of, Oh, he said this and I did this and then he looked here and I did that. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. But yeah, I think it is so really important to, cause you, the temptation is going to be that, oh, you don't want me to be happy and you don't want this for me. And right. I really like this guy and you're not being supportive. It's like, no, I'm telling you this because I am supportive and because yeah. I want what's best for you. And I don't 
see your feelings being reciprocated and I don't want you to be stuck in something like that forever. Yeah. I think those are things I would say you should do now to just rattle off a few things that I would say, Hey, maybe don't try this. Mm, yeah. Maybe that's helpful too. Don't embarrass your friend. No, not that yet. Not that you would do that intentionally, but like think through, you know, your friend, you know, the situation don't do or say something that's going to intentionally embarrass them. Um, do not say anything to the guy, Mm-mm. even under the guise of, well, I'm just going to go ask him if he likes her so that I can tell her, you know, Oh, do you like so-and-so? Or, oh, do you like anyone? Well, you know, don't do that. Don't open that door. That's not your place. That don't do that. Um, and then, oh man, I had a third one that I've forgotten. I don't know what it was. Forgotten. Oh, wow. Do you? So Downton Abbey of you. I've been watching Downton Abbey. <laughs> There's a new movie coming out in March and I cannot wait. Ooh, that's fun. It looks so good. Mm. Anyway, um, do you have anything that comes to mind of you as far as like, oh, don't do this. Don't embarrass. Don't talk to the guy. Um, don't have these conversations in a group. Yes. Keep the circle what she has created it as yes. far as that goes. Yeah. I think the more, especially like I'm a firm believer in, I mean, to an extent, I think this is biblical. Not that you have a problem with this person, but like, I think it's a good thing to start one-on-one with, a, with a tough conversation. Yep. And then when you've had it one-on-one and it's not working, then if you want to bring somebody in, fantastic. But I think starting off there and is going to not feel like an intervention Mm -hmm. which you don't want it to feel right off the bat if you need to get to that point that's another thing but (laughs) you don't want to start there um so yeah that would be my other don't but and i mean y'all know i harp on the golden rule on here all the time if you were in her shoes how would you want someone to treat you how would you want somebody to talk to you about this how would you want somebody to approach this conversation i mean other than the fact that you just wouldn't want them to have it, but like (laughs) skip over that one. But if you had to have this conversation and you were on the receiving end of it, how would you want it to go? And let that frame the way that you approach this. Yeah. But you know, this is, and especially think about it too. If you've been in her shoes and tell her that if you have been in Mm -hmm. her shoes, you'd be like, look, I went through this and -and so-and-so had to come talk to me and yeah, it was really tough, but I'm really glad they did. Right. And I'm really glad I didn't settle for that. Um, you know, show some empathy. Empathy goes a long way. Absolutely. In any conversation because it makes the person feel less alone and less like, oh, I'm the only one on the receiving end of this. It's like, no, I've been in your shoes. But again, just reiterating, you love your friends. You care about them. You yeah. want the best for them. But yeah, don't don't embarrass them. Don't make it a bigger group than it has to be. Don't. What was the third thing you said? Talk to the guy. Don't yeah. say anything Oh, gosh. Him. Yes. No, don't do that. And I, <laughs> that is my like biggest temptation because I just want to be like, oh, I talked to him and he said no. Um, <laughs> let me go prove that I'm right. And yeah. I think that's where that, a lot of that motivation comes mm-hmm. from is, oh, I just want this to be over yep. for your sake. And I know the answer. So I'm going to go get the quick fix. It's like, no, that's not. And that kind of goes back to the embarrassment of if a girl did that to, like if one yeah. of my friends did that, I'm be, oh my gosh, be more. Oh, it would be that. I mean, it'd be tough to come back from yeah, that. that yeah would be tough. there'd be some some friendship counseling that yeah. happen <laughs> from that but yeah just treat her the way you'd want to be treated yep that makes sense but whew, this is not we really started with we some, have some 
heavy. Tomorrow's less. Tomorrow's a little more lighthearted. Yeah, a little more lighthearted. We should. I, at first, I was like, from a recording standpoint, I told Bethany, I'm like, let's start with the heavy one. And yeah. then, but I didn't think like, oh, <laughs> the first two days of countdown to Christmas. Welcome to Christmas. You got dumped, and you're trying to tell your friend not to be hung up on a guy she likes anymore. <laughs> Oh, happy holidays, everybody. Um, oh, goodness. Gosh, no. But I think we can call it there. But I think so. We'll be back tomorrow. You guys know the drill. 12 yes. days, 12 couch casts. Woohoo. And then it's Christmas. And then it's Christmas. So until then, I'm Bethany. And I'm Kristen. And this is Looking for the Middle.